Welcome to the Nature and Science of Work podcast for May 5th, 2022. On this podcast, triple productivity peaks, slippery slopes, a new workday pattern raises two questions. Who benefits from productivity peaks? And will this pattern benefit you? For the Nature and Science of Work podcast, I'm Robert Levine. Thank you for joining us. Have the myriad pandemic-related adaptations in remote work changed or even improved our home lives? Microsoft researchers recently reported, realistically rather than breathlessly, one intriguing development. A work pattern has emerged over the past two years among about one-third of workers studied. More work activity in the evening, less in the middle of the day. The researchers described this as a triple-peak workday pattern and observed a triple-peak in productivity. These perspectives are presented in a Microsoft Work Lab piece and in a recent New York Times article following workers who use triple-peak patterns. You can find links to these articles in this month's Nature and Science of Work newsletter Explorer feature on the Nature and Science of Work website and on the Substack app. Here, we'll use these findings to think about peaks and productivity for organizations' work and for individuals' work in their personal lives, which is at the heart of the emergence of the triple peak. The triple peak pattern, up on triple peak. The basic data is straightforward. In a pattern predominating before the year 2020, most workers who were studied on computerized work systems executed more keyboard events when they first began work in the morning, then building to a high point mid-morning, and then falling well before midday. In the afternoon, workers executed more keyboard strokes again, building to a second but lowered crescendo. Before, levels drop once again, further, well before the end of a typical working day. Carl Sandburg observed the same pattern in 1916, describing it in his poem Skyscraper, which was referenced in a recent Nature and Science of Work special and podcast available at natureandscienceofwork.substack. Since the emergence of the pandemic in 2020, a new pattern has evolved among some 30% of workers studied. Their keyboard events still build to their highest point by mid-morning. Then there is a deeper, a deeper midday drop, reflecting a move to personal work such as child care, elder care, and health care. 
after that, an increased high point follows in the afternoon. And then in the evening, there is a third much reduced peak, a third additional peak not seen a few years before. What can keyboard events tell us about these patterns and about productivity? Microsoft's findings come from analyzing keyboard events, which are often keyboard upstrokes and downstrokes. Keyboard events thus serve as a proxy for work, a reminder that cognitive work is both physical and biological. These keyboard events are physical actions powered by repeated biological actions, yet keyboard events are not the same as work, especially changes in keyboard events may not be the same as changes in productivity. The measurement of productivity often reveals useful and interesting information about work because productivity is a ratio. That means in turn that you can place almost any two measures of interest, almost any two measures you'd like on either side of the ratio. For example, productivity is often described as the ratio between the outputs, such as software products sold, and the inputs or costs, such as salaries. Imagine that we designate keyboard events as outputs and designate that employee costs stay constant. Then, as employees generate more keyboard events in the morning, they are more productive. An employee who takes more time away at midday than two years ago and then generates more keyboard events in the evening is, in doing so, becoming more productive again. The Slippery Slopes of Productivity Peaks Work as we ordinarily understand it is more complicated. For instance, we'd want to know how keyboard events develop into a software product through which revenue and value are realized. If keyboard events in the afternoon are less likely to become software products, there is less productivity. If the number of errors introduced into software products increases in the afternoons or evenings, then the effects on productivity can be severe. There is another level at which productivity is affected. What if some of the workers are executives deciding which software projects to develop and when and whether to release projects. A wrong decision may not take many keyboard events, but it may have disastrous and expensive consequences. That is, wrongly conceived, directed, or released products. Regardless of the developer's skills or the volumes of keyboard events they produce. By that measure, 
the worse the decision, the more steeply resulting productivity plummets. Different measures of productivity, therefore, yield different insights into real-world work. Productivity, in contrast with work or performance, is always a ratio, and it therefore illuminates trade-offs that are inerrant in any work. Overturning productivity. There is another way to use productivity. Turn productivity ratios around. Ask how the triple peak pattern affects workers' productivity of personal work. Productivity then becomes a ratio of value received by workers from engaging, for instance, in child care, elder care, and health care in the middle of the day, divided by the costs of doing so. If a worker incurs costs like using sick leave, requesting time off, and organizational sanctions, the costs are high, even though the personal work remains valuable. The triple peak increases productivity to the worker who receives more value, more time to do their own work during the regular day, and because the costs of doing so are less. Their own productivity ratio of benefits to costs increases. That's what organizations strive for, too. We can apply this kind of productivity to many work situations. Two colleagues and I approached trade-offs between time and effort devoted to work and home by looking at the energetic trade-offs underneath. We identified inerrant conflicts together with sizable areas for compromise. The triple peak is a new example. The value of the triple peak, then, lies in whether these create productivity peaks for work and for workers in their own lives. Keep seeing nature in work and work in nature. Listen to more podcasts and read the newsletter edition and program notes for this podcast at natureandscienceofwork.substack.com or on the Substack app or with your favorite podcast provider. Reach us by replying to any emailing or at natureandscienceofwork at substack.com. For the Nature and Science of Work podcast, I'm Robert Levine. Thank you for listening.